welcome to the Awakened Amethyst podcast with your host, Reve Silo. This is a podcast to help you awaken your senses, charge your intuition, so you can start manifesting the life of your dreams. Here we go. Hey, you beautiful soul. What is up? Welcome to or welcome back to the Awakened Amethyst podcast. I am your host and your spiritual BFF, Reve. It is a beautiful, sunny Saturday morning when I am recording this and I am just feeling all of the vibes from the sun coming through my window. It is so awesome to finally feel spring. It just feels so good. I've been working from home for my full-time job for a year now. And so I spend all day inside, all day at my desk. Um, I don't go outside as often as I should be going outside. But when I was in the office... I was outside all the time. I had to park in a garage and walk a little bit across the street to my office. I would go outside on my lunch breaks and walk. I would take a little 15-minute break in the afternoon to walk outside, even when it was freezing out, just to get that sunshine. So that is definitely a habit that I did not bring home from the office with me that I am committing myself to doing more often now because I miss my walks. I miss being outside. I miss that sunshine, even on like a 10 degree day. (laughs) So I saw someone post on Facebook about how their car is old, but they don't have a car note, but the car's not reliable. And they were wondering Should they just bite the bullet and get a new car or should they just keep driving this old car that's not reliable and that's maybe not so safe? And it got me thinking about when I bought the car that I have now and how I literally manifested this car in a matter of 30 days. It was truly it was wild. I did not realize fully in the moment what I was doing. And I ended up being really successful at manifesting a new car. And it's always something that when I think back on my manifestation skills (laughs) that I like to share with people because you just never know what the universe is going to do when they're listening to you as you're asking for these things, the universe does hear you. It hears everything we're saying, good and bad. So the more we put out those good vibes, the more the universe is going to listen to us. The more we put out those negative vibes, the more the universe is going to be like, okay, well, I guess you don't want anything and not give you anything. So, you know, that's just always a reminder. But any whoozle. <laughs> Back in 2017, I was going through a lot. I um, 
had bought a house a few years prior when I was about 25 with somebody that I was just dating. Side note, don't ever do that. Um, we ended up splitting up. It was not a good relationship. And he stopped helping with the mortgage and things like that. The house went into foreclosure. I did literally everything that I could to try to save the house, put it in just my name, and it just wasn't working out. And in the process of this, my car, which I had had at the time for about 10 years, it was like an 11 year old car, or I had the car for 11 years, and it was about a 12 or 13 year old car. It was a 2005 white Chevy Malibu Classic that I had been rear-ended in a few years prior. And so the back bumper was like kind of fucked up. And my ex's stepfather tried to help me put the bumper back on. I ended up... <laughs> using sheetrock screws and a power drill and I just screw the bumper back into the car because I figured when I got the insurance money or whatever I would fix the car and I didn't because I was very irresponsible with money at the time and I drove around with the car like this and eventually one day I was at my part-time retail job and someone sideswiped my car in the parking lot ripping the bumper back off so I had to tape it back on because I didn't I didn't know what else to do so it was a white car I used white duct tape <laughs> duct taped it back on it was so ratchet such a hoopty so ghetto you guys there were so many other little issues with this car but aside from the aesthetics it ran really well for a really long time. So I never thought, oh, I should get rid of this car or, you know, this car is giving me issues. And then around the time that I started to go through the process of this foreclosure in 2017, I also started to um, manifest things that I didn't really realize I was doing at the time again, right? So I started to manifest that I wanted a new job. I was living and working and doing everything all within the same little town that I grew up in. And listen, if you're one of those people, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't for me anymore. I wanted to expand my, you know, financial profession. I wanted to branch out. I knew that there was other things out there for me aside from just working as a banker in a bank branch and counting money and opening checking accounts, right? So I started to apply for other jobs, but I knew that my car was not really reliable enough to get me back and forth to a job on the highway every day. It was starting to get old. It was starting to have, you know, some little issues here and there. And I had been saving money but I knew that I didn't have enough for a down payment. And because this foreclosure was now hitting my credit, I also did not have a good credit score anymore. So I kind of started to think, well, what am I gonna do? And I had like a couple thousand dollars saved. That took me a long time 
to save because again at the time terrible money mindset I always told myself I was terrible with money so therefore I was terrible with money I started to look on Craigslist because I had this idea in my head that I was only worthy of getting a new to me but still pretty old car that somebody was probably selling on Craigslist like maybe I could find something I don't know. I just started thinking if I'm getting this new job and I'm going to be making more money and I'm going to have to move out of my house soon because it's in foreclosure, right? If I'm going to upgrade my job, if I'm going to upgrade my income and then eventually upgrade where I'm living to live somewhere that's fully my own, Why wouldn't I also upgrade the car that I'm driving that is going to take me everywhere that I need to go? And I started to think about what I wanted from a car. What was my dream car? And at the time, my dream car hadn't fully come to me yet. But every time I got into my current car, when I would leave for work every morning... I would get into my car, I would turn the key, and I would start the car with my eyes closed. And I would just sit with my hands on the steering wheel with my eyes closed and think about what am I sitting in? What kind of car am I sitting in? Is it leather seats? Is it cloth seats? Is it a sports car? Is it not a sports car? Is it more of a luxury car or more of an everyday car. And that was how I started to decide what kind of features I would want in my new car. What kind of feeling, more importantly, did I want when I got into this car? And I narrowed it down to two things. I narrowed it down to the feeling that I wanted and I narrowed it down to the exact car that I wanted. The car that I wanted was a white Acura ILX with black leather interior. I wanted a sunroof and I wanted black rims on the car. The feeling that I wanted was I wanted to get into my car every single day and know that I was safe no matter where I was going. Know that if I was taking my niece somewhere, I didn't have to worry about Is the car going to break down while I have her with me? Is she going to be safe in the car? (laughs) Is her eating her little snacks in her car seat in the backseat going to ruin my car? Because I really live that auntie life, you guys. 24-7, I have a car seat in my car. Because I just never know when I might be picking these nuggets up for some auntie time. But anyway... I thought about all these things, and I also thought about the fact that I had my last car for 11 years. Once I paid it off, I kept it because it still ran, and I didn't have the money for a new car. And I thought to myself, what if I buy this next car, and I keep this next car for like 10 years, just for the simple fact that I like it? Right, Because I was starting to up-level my mindset at the time. I was starting to work on this money mindset. So I said to myself, I'm going to have the money to get a new car when this car is paid off. But what if I want to keep it? I had just turned 30. And 
I wanted to make sure that the car that I bought was also safe for my potential future children because I knew if this is the car that I have through my 30s, this is the car that, you know, my future children will be in. So I knew I wanted reliable. I knew I wanted safety. And I knew that when I got into the car, I wanted to feel confident. Not just confident that it was going to get me everywhere that I needed to go, but confident that it didn't look ridiculous. And I know that that might sound shallow to some people, but I want to remind you that it's okay I've said this before, but it is okay to want nice things. If you are working hard and you know that you deserve it, there is nothing wrong with saying to yourself, I want something that looks nice. I want something that, you know, is reliable and looks nice. I started going to dealerships trying to figure out what I could do as far as my credit goes. And with this, like, $1,500, $2,000 that I had. What I found was I found a dealership that was willing to work with me with my credit. They had a program that worked with people with bad credit. They also had a lot of other dealerships in their network. If I wanted something from the other dealerships, even though they were in the network, those other dealerships would not work with my credit. However, they could bring the car over to this one and let me purchase the car. So in this network was Kia, Nissan, Acura, and I believe Jeep. And I had been to a couple other dealerships already. I had test driven a lot of different cars. I test drove the Kia since the dealership that was going to be able to give me the loan was a Kia dealership. And it was a white Kia with black leather interior and a sunroof. And it just didn't give me that feeling. I told them I would think on it. I went home. I went on their website. And I saw that they had... Oh, this is 2017. I saw that they had a 2015 white Acura ILX with black leather interior, black rims, and a sunroof. And for some reason, I also noticed that they had this black Nissan Altima. Just a very basic, no bells and whistles kind of a car. And it was also 2015. And it had lower miles on it than the Acura did. So I called the dealership. Hi, I was just there today. I see that in your network you have these two vehicles. Can I test drive them? I'm interested in in test driving them. They said, absolutely, we'll get the cars here for you in a couple days. A couple days later, I go back to the dealership. They have the Acura there for me. I get in the Acura, and I start the car, and I immediately have this flashback to a few weeks prior when I had gotten in my little Chevy Malibu and started my little Chevy Malibu, trying to picture what I wanted to sit in, And sometimes I would start my car and I would go, (laughs) and I know that's so ridiculous, but I wanted to feel that feeling of like really a car starting and power behind it. And 
when I got in the Acura because it was a sports car and it had the power shifting on the steering wheel, it made that sound when you started the car. And I closed my eyes and I had my hands on the steering wheel and it was exactly what I had wanted. I drove the car. I absolutely loved it. But I just felt like maybe something was missing. A day later, they had the Nissan there. So I go back the day after. So now I've driven the Acura. I go home. I'm like salivating, (laughs) dreaming about this Acura all night, right? I'm like, this is it. This is the dream car. This is what I wanted. I go back the next day and I drive the Nissan Altima. It's cloth seats. No backup camera. No anything, right? It's a very simple car. But to me going from a 2005 that sometimes I didn't know if it was going to start right away. Sometimes the blinker made a blinking noise, even though the blinker wasn't on, like for miles and miles and miles. Sometimes when I stopped at a stop sign or a stoplight, the horn would beep on its own. True story, guys. One time I was driving, I stopped at a stoplight. There was a woman in front of me, the horn beeped. She looked in her rearview mirror And I just kind of put my hands up like a little shrug, like that little shruggy emoji. Because I'm like, lady, I got nothing for you. I don't know why. (laughs) This car, the horn just beeps when it feels like it. I've been driving for six miles listening to tick, 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 tick from the blinker. Like, car was wild. So I get in this Nissan and I'm like, this is so basic for 2015, but for me... It's so nice. Like it starts right away and you can barely hear it. Like I had to ask the guy, is the car on? And he's like, yeah. So it was so quiet. It was quiet when I was driving it. It was actually a smoother ride on the back roads than the Acura was. I got this vision while I was driving the Nissan of my niece in the back seat being super happy. And then I got this vision of my own future children in my backseat of this car. And I was like, hmm, this car is giving me the emotion and the feeling that I wanted. But the Acura is the dream car, right? I go back to the dealership. We go over the numbers. and It's really not going to cost me very much more money to get the Acura. It was only a couple thousand dollars more. But because of my credit... I had to put more money down and I didn't have the money. So I didn't tell them that. I just said, okay, I, let me go home and let me think about it. During the time that I was looking for cars, I knew that I was going to need more money. Something in me was like, this is not going to be enough money. You need $5,000. And I kept telling myself, I need $5,000 and I only have $2,000. Where am I going to get $3,000 from? I need to have $5,000 to put down on this car because this interest rate is going to be crazy because my credit is so bad. I'm basically going to be paying twice the amount for the car. So the more money that I put down, you know, the less that I'm paying. And they needed a certain dollar amount for me to put down. And I didn't have it. And I just knew something was going to happen so that it was going to work out. 
I had this blind faith, this blind belief that the money was coming to me, the cars were coming to me, it was all coming to me, and I just knew it. Now, I had interviewed for a new job around the same time. They said that I would hear back in two weeks. Two weeks goes by, I don't hear back. I send another email to the person that interviewed me. I don't hear anything back. And I just kept saying to myself, something's something's in the works. I just felt it and I just knew it. And I just kept my mind right. That's the biggest piece of advice that I can give is just keep the faith. Just keep your mind right. Know that it's going to work out for you. The next day, I get up and I go to work like any other day. Did the same thing when I got in my car that morning. Closed my eyes. Started my little 05 Chevy Malibu Classic. Wondering which car I was going to eventually take home with me. And that morning was the first morning that when I got in my old car and started the car, I didn't feel the feeling of the car the dream car, the leather, the smell, that like kind of bougie, like success feeling that I got every time I got in the car. I had this like smile come over my face and I just felt really safe and calm and happy. And I said, hmm, you know, I like the way that I feel right now. I drove to work and I got this idea that I was going to sell the current car that I had on Craigslist. I went and I got window chalk, wrote on the car, parked my car at work, which was on kind of a busy road so people could see it. One of my customers comes into the bank and he says to me, hey, you're selling your car? So I said, yeah, you know, 1500 are best offer. So he goes, one of the guys that works for me. He's a young kid. He's trying to get his first car. He's, you know, 19. His girlfriend's pregnant. They really need some help. I'll give you a thousand bucks for the car. He's going to work off the money for me. So I said, sure. He reaches in his pocket and hands me a thousand dollars from his pocket. Says, here, when can we come back and get the car? I'm sure you got to, you know, clean it out and stuff. I'm like, um... (laughs) I guess tomorrow or the next day. And he's like, all right, cool. So I go home and I call my mom and I said, I sold my car today. She was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Mom, I know you listen to this. I'm sure you're probably laughing a little about what I'm saying. And you're going to laugh at the next thing. I asked to borrow my, my family loaner, which is my stepdad's little beater car that he takes like just around town. I actually, he doesn't drive it anymore. It's like a little death trap. It had like crank down windows. You could barely get above 50 on the highway in it. (laughs) So anyway, I sell my car. So now I'm like, okay, I have a thousand dollars. I have $3,000 now driving my stepdad's car. Can't drive this thing forever. What am I going to do? Now the car is sold. Now the next day, I come home from work and in the mailbox, there's this like rebate check in there. And I'm like, what the heck is this from? 
It was a check from an old 401k that I had cashed out from an old job because it only had like a couple thousand dollars in it. Somehow it happened that I didn't do that correctly and there was still just over $2,000 in it and because I hadn't done anything with it, there was also this letter attached saying that they had been trying to reach me about rolling it over into something or they were going to close it out. It got cashed out. They end up mailing me this check. So now I have just over $5,000. Had my $2,000, sold my car for $1,000. Now I have this check for just over $2,000. And I was like, damn. They come back and they said, the Acura, because you're going through foreclosure and your credit is not good right now, and the Acura is considered to be a sports car, is going to be $310 a month for insurance. And I was like, (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Because that is wild. Like, who even pays that for insurance? That's insane. So I said, how much is the Nissan going to be? Significantly less, like $180 a month. So I was like, you know, I really don't know what to do. I'm torn between buying these two cars blah, 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 blah. But that's a lot for insurance. And the insurance provider said to me, if I was you, I would go with the the safer option. He said, and if you were my daughter, I would tell you to buy the Nissan. He said, because I'll tell you why. The Nissan is going to last you a long time. The Nissan is going to be a car that you can hand down to somebody else in your family and it's still going to drive and it's still going to run and it's going to always be reliable. Not that the Acura is not. He said, I'm, I just know that Nissans tend to be a safer vehicle overall and they last a long time. They're made really well. And I called the dealership and I was like, can I test drive both cars one more time? And I'll be ready to make a decision today. They're like, sure. I got to the dealership. They're like, we have both cars. Which, you know, which do you want to drive first? And I don't know what came over me, but I said, I don't need to drive either of them. I would like to buy the Nissan. And so I bought my little 2015 Nissan Altima, which aesthetically was absolutely nothing like what I wanted But emotionally and internally, it was exactly what I wanted. And I'm going to get, trying not to get emotional because I had worked so hard. And at the time in my life, I thought nothing good was ever going to happen for me. I thought I was never going to get ahead. And in 30 days, I went from feeling like, this despair like such a loser and you know my car was such an old beat up piece of shit and I was foreclosing on my house and just all these terrible feelings about myself to just believing that this would happen for me and believing that I was about to receive abundance and I did because two weeks after I bought the car I got offered the job that I had interviewed for And two weeks after that, I started that job. 
And if I didn't have my new car, I would have never been able to make the 30-minute drive on a packed highway every single day back and forth to this new job. That was exactly what I needed to do at the time. I needed to start branching out. I needed the new car to help me get the new job because that new job led me to be out away from my little town. I just want to recap that for you guys. Like in 30 days, I manifested money, a specific amount of money. I manifested a new car that gave me the exact specific feeling and emotion that I wanted. And in another 30 days, I had manifested a new job and being in a new surrounding, a new area, doing new things and just up-leveling. In a new area, I made new friends at work. And because I was at work, (laughs) swiping on a dating app one day, on my lunch break, just sitting there like with my girlfriends, Swiping through like, eh, whatever, is how I met my boyfriend because he was also in that area at the time. Had I still stayed in East Haven in my tiny little town, I probably would still be living there, still working at a job that I felt wasn't fulfilling anymore. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Might even still be driving that little old car probably would be living in like a 500 square foot studio apartment wondering when is life going to happen for me. But instead, I believed in myself. I believed that good things would happen for me. I believed that abundance was out there for me, ready to take it. And I just reached out and I fucking grabbed it and I took it. I took that leap into abundance and man, it just, it supported me in ways that I never would have imagined. It can happen for you and it will happen for you. You have to just remember that it's out there. It's coming. Be patient because we never know how the universe is going to send this to us. We never know what that time frame is going to be. We never know how these things are going to work out. And I will tell you, had I not bought that new car and I got offered that new job, I probably wouldn't have taken the new job because I would have thought to myself, the car that I have is not reliable enough to get me there every day. And my current job offered to match what that employer was giving me for me to stay. So the old me, who had no abundance mindset, would have said, well, I'm going to make the same amount of money now, whatever I do, so I might as well just stay here because the car is not reliable enough to get me to where I have to go. I would have stayed like little Eeyore in a humdrum mindset, But because I asked the universe 
to help me. I asked the universe to give me what I needed. The universe provided that for me. What I needed was not the cute little sports car that was probably going to put me in worse debt. What I needed was the reliable car that made me feel so beyond happy when I got in it. So beyond confident that it was going to get me everywhere I needed to go. That's what I needed. And the universe gave me the money. The universe gave me the signs to go for that car. And I did it. I went for it. I got it. And I still to this day, every time I get into my car, I always sit for a second and just hold my steering wheel and think, It is still so incredible that I have this car. The gratitude that I feel now coming up on almost four years later, I still get in it and I still am grateful and I still can't believe like this is really my car. This is so cool. Like I still feel so good when I'm driving it. And I want you guys to know that whatever it is that you need from the universe, you will receive it. You have to keep believing that it's coming. We don't know when, but it's coming. I promise you. I hope this resonated with you. I hope that whatever you're asking for, that you keep the faith and that you stay positive. I'm sending so much good energy so much abundance energy your way and I know that you will always be supported and I hope that you know it too and I hope that this inspires you to go after whatever it is that you want. I also wanted to mention that if you are interested in learning more about my manifestation techniques or working with me Um, one-on-one with some life coaching, maybe some manifestation tools, mindset tools, please reach out to me. I would love to see if we are a good fit to work together. You can do that through sending me a direct message on Instagram at The Awakened Amethyst or find me on Facebook, The Awakened Amethyst, and shoot me a message and let's talk. I'd love to help you and I would love to help you up-level your mindset help you manifest your dreams. I'm always here for you. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Amethyst podcast. If you like what you heard, I would be so grateful for you to leave a five-star review. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to share it with a friend. If you're listening on social media, post the picture, tag me so that I can see it and share it as well. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at The Awakened Amethyst. Thank you. Talk to you next time.